1: Y'all check out this interview I did with Thomas Jones. He got this new project out called A Violent Man where, you know, he's like this underground and underdog um fighter and he has to like he wants to fight he wants to make money for his girl and he gets into all types of trouble so check out this interview i did with him if you all know who thomas jones and he was in straight out of compton he was a former football player so y'all should check it out so here it is and let me know what y'all think about the movie about the interview and you know just let me know peace so i have seen A violent Man. I saw it and I have a lot of questions for you. My first question is what made you want to produce this?
0: Um. Well what made me really want to produce this as an actor the character was very layered and at this point in my career it's something that I wanted to uh, to be able to uh, to portray is a very layered complex character uh, to kind of take that next step as being a leading man um, and I felt like the was something totally different
1: through the process of how you met with the directors and the writers and how you all came together to create this film
0: okay well I am uh, so crazy um, I moved to LA in 2014 um, to pursue you know, acting and you know my career in Hollywood uh, I the gym that I used to go to well they still go to I used to go and I played basketball and uh, a couple of the guys that I played basketball with on a regular basis, they knew me as a football player, but they didn't know that I had started acting. And so um, after Straight Outta Compton came out um, in 2015, um, they came up to me and said, hey, we didn't know that you were acting. We saw you Straight of Compton. And I was like, yeah, you know, I've been acting now for about a year or some change. And, um, yeah, I'm, I'm here now. You know, that's why I'm in Hollywood. So, he said, hey, well, we have a script that might be great for you, an acquaintance at the gym that uh, one of his friends had written. And uh, he said, it might be a really good script for me. Um, and so I said, okay, well, let me, uh, I'd love to meet him and read the script. So uh, he introduced me to uh, the director, Matthew Berkowitz. And Matt and I just really had not hit it off initially because he he's had a really uh interesting personality. Um, he was very, uh, you know, uh, kind of a rebel. You know, in, the, in a way, uh, he had this, uh, you know, this very strong personality, but he, he also was kind of fearless as a writer and as a creator. And I, and I respected that because I, I'm the same way. And so we met and he presented the script to me. I read it. And um, I loved the script initially. I thought it was a great script, but it was written different. It wasn't written necessarily for me. You know, um, what do you mean it was and, written different? Um, the dialogue was, was different. Um, uh, some of the circumstances were different so I felt like it was a great script but if I was going to be a producer and exec produce this and play the lead it needed to be more true to my perspective on the situation and and that's why I liked Matt because he was very open to hearing my uh, my thoughts and, um, and my ideas and so we collaborated this you know incredible uh, noir uh, art house film to this black love story um, that's kind of that takes place in this noir art house world And, uh, and that's kind of what it is it's being in a, you know, a relationship, a loving relationship with a black woman, um, it just gave a different perspective if this were to happen to, uh, someone like, people like us, if this scenario were to happen to people like us, some of the, so I guess, some of the specifics when you watch the film, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about.
1: All right, so I'm kind of glad you brought that up, because after I watched the film, I mean, it felt like it was... A love story, but I wasn't sure if the love story was between Ty, the character, and his girlfriend, or Denise Riches, the girl he had on One Night Stand. Because it kind of felt like he treated his girlfriend like he had some, uh, what do you want? What, how, how do I want to put it? I don't want to say fuckboy tendencies, but he definitely didn't seem to appreciate her. Like his ego was hurt. And that's the re- that's the that's the reason he used to kinda like cheat on her. So I it was it was an interesting love story. It was like one of those not really happy love stories, but more of like a trial tribulation love stories. Was that like the intent?
0: Um, no, the intent was just to make an honest story about people that are disconnected. Um, no, it wasn't necessarily about being a fuckboy or Uh, being, you know, egotistical, it was an honest story about two people that are disconnected and someone makes a mistake and it, and it spirals downhill. Um, you know, that's basically what it, what it turned, what it was, what it initially was, uh, as far as the, the idea that, you know, Matt had. But then, you know, for me, you know, I wanted to make sure that I brought some attention to how some of, you know, the racial implications can play, can play a bigger role. and and sometimes how things can go from, you know, bad to worse. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I mean, they were disconnected. I mean, obviously, you know, you watch the film, but, um, you know, he has goals and dreams and, uh, you know, and he was excited about telling her that he had won and, uh, you know, he felt like it could be an opportunity for him to really, you know, pursue his dream and, um, you know, and at the time he wanted support. He didn't feel like he had support, um, You know, drinks are involved, you know, it's, you know, a momentary momentary lapse of judgment with drinks involved and someone that actually is giving him what he needs at the time. Uh, And he makes a huge mistake, and obviously it goes from bad to worse. Um, So, you know, I think that's an honest perspective across the board. I I really don't think it's a gender thing. Um, I think it can happen. Uh, I think that could have been uh, a woman in that situation and something similar could have happened. Uh, it just so happened to be tied. But, you know, the fact that you do have some of these, um, you know, racial differences, I think that's the most interesting part, um, because clearly they loved each other, you know, um, through the course of the movie, he continued to try to prove his love to her and, uh, and then she, you know, she tried to stick with him, uh, through, through all of it. Question,
1: is there going to be like a violent Man part
0: two? <laughs> that's a good question, um. Well, you know, we kind of left the door open. Um, we left the door open. Um, I know uh, the ending is very, uh, you know, leaves room for questions and a lot of
1: questions.
0: Wanted, which is what we want. Which is what we wanted to do. Okay. Um, because we didn't. We didn't want to make a film where it wasn't honest, and that's where I had the most I had the, the, the a lot of appreciation for Matt. Because he was open to my idea, um, me being a black man, um, I, I understand my plight using these situations, and more, more, more times than not, um, if I'm falsely accused, um, without resources, without um, you know knowledge of the, the uh, judicial system, without someone in the judicial system on my side, more than likely, I'm not going to uh, fare out fare pretty well at, at the end of that type of situation which I didn't at the end of the film. So that that I think that's an honest perspective. You know, it's funny when certain when um, when different people watch it and their reaction at the end. Some people are wow, they're surprised and other people
1: aren't surprised because they, they expected that based off of your experiences. Okay. Now I know you said you wanted to focus, you know, with your own perspective on how, you know, the Uh, criminal system is unfair to black people and other minorities was it your decision to make the woman you cheated on denise richard or a woman that that isn't of color or was that just like a happenstance Uh, or it could have been any uh, woman well
0: well, i think uh uh, i think it's, it's interesting it's more interesting um because, you know, it's an honest story and there are, um, there is a lot of, you know, uh, conversation about interracial relationships and uh, there is a lot of conversation about, uh, you know, black people in general, and white people in general having those kind of relationships and some of the pros and cons. Um, uh, you know, I think if you're a black person and you you're, you see, you know, me with a a white woman in that situation, um, I think we all know the ultimate consequences to that. I think we've seen them um, over centuries. Um, So I think it makes for a more interesting story. Um, I think it's definitely a lot more realistic. Um, If it was, you know, the same race, obviously it's still, you know, going to trigger the same emotion, but it's it's different when it's someone of the opposite race, especially with the climate of the country right now with what's going on with, you know, Trump and the racist administration and uh, and then, you know, racist and white supremacists being empowered. Um, you know, I felt like it was more of an honest story with it being a white woman.
1: So is it fair to say that she was also an antagonist? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, she... You
0: know, was, was, regardless of whatever, you know, obviously, my, my character Ty, you know, should have made better judgment, but, um, you know, she was the aggressor. Um, uh, you know, I mean, this is also a thing, too, you know, a lot of times, everyone's feelings and emotions aren't taken into consideration. Some, sometimes, based off of who you are, your, your perspective is kind of tossed to the side. For whatever reason, as if it doesn't exist and and then when you do make the mistake of acting on impulse, and you judge more harshly than other people um be it a black man, be it a black woman, be it uh whoever, but I felt like with this character, there are a lot of black men that you know don't really have an outlet um whether it be mental uh illness, be it emotional uh situations um you know i mean what we're taught to you know man up shut up um you know don't express how you feel um you know and a lot of times sometimes i think men take those emotions and they express them in other ways most of the time ways that they should um and i think that this is kind of an example of that uh it's an example of someone that had good intentions um but because he, I think he felt he, he didn't really have an opportunity to uh, express how he really felt or didn't feel the support at the, at the time, um, and then someone else came in and gave him the support at the wrong time, he made the wrong decision. So, uh, yeah, I definitely think she's an antagonist. But also, um, I think that there, um, there was a natural chemistry um, I mean, she's an MMA reporter, uh, Denise's character. She loves MMA, just like he loves MMA. Um, and she enjoyed the conversation. She enjoyed, uh, she had a, a big interest in actually figuring out what was going on in the underworld of the MMA with, with the manager and, and all of the, uh, um, the, the backdoor business that was going on, and she was going to try to expose it. And I was a prime candidate for that information. So uh, I don't think it was... I don't think neither one of them had came with intentions on that happening. I think it was just something, like I said, that just happened by chance. And, and it turned disastrous.
1: Was the reporter dating the fighter that Ty was scheduled to fight with?
0: Yes. She had a relationship with
1: him. Okay. Now, towards yeah. the end... Um, Ty is like it reveals that Ty's friend that uploaded the video was working with the other um, boxing manager and the reporter ripped his earring off. That's why I asked if it was going to be a second part because I kind of felt like maybe the police will go back to that place and find that earring because the earring will, you know, kind of like absolve Ty once they track the DNA, right?
0: Yeah, that's definitely an option, which is why, you know, we were very specific um with this film, very specific with um I mean it's very hard to make a film like this to keep people engaged because people are the audience are really really smart, especially if you've seen these kind of films. Mm-hmm. Uh a lot of times people can figure out who did it or have a good idea and that's why I wanted to take on this character because he was very uh conflicted. Um uh, and as soon as you thought he didn't do it then something would happen where you were like, Well maybe he did and so it was kind of this back and forth and by the time you get to the end, uh, you're so focused on you know, whether he did it or not and want him to win the fight, and whether or not him and Whitney are gonna get back together, that all of a sudden, you know, what was right under your nose just pops up. And um and I think that's what I love about the film. It's not it, I think it's something that it's better the second time you watch it because you you even though you know What's going to happen, uh, you still get a chance to see how intricate the writing is and how specific
1: the directing is and how specific the acting is to, to make this thing come to life. Do you watch MMA?
0: Uh, I, I was never really a big MMA fan. You know, I was a boxing fan and I used to box in the offseason when I played football just for handout coordination and cardio. Um, but uh, I trained with John Lewis. Actually, John Lewis that played Jameson played my best friend. That was John Lewis. He's the fight choreographer for this film. He's a world renowned fighter and trainer, and he's actually Chuck Radell's trainer, Tito Ortiz. He's, been, he's one of the originators of the UFC. Um, so I trained with him for three months in his in his class before this film. So I worked with him for three months in his class with his other students. So I, you know, I got, kind of got a crash course in three months and I also trained with Chuck as well for about two weeks. And, uh, another guy, Stephen Dunleavy, who's, uh, also a fighter um he's the guy that i had the outside fight with out under the uh bridge uh in the dirt um so it was a there was a lot of work that went into this as far as me learning the, the you know some of the mma moves and the holds and uh, because i did i did my own stunts so
1: all right cool um who do you think will watch this first like Action people, people who like action movies, um, big MMA fans, or people who are really into like crime stories.
0: I think it's for everyone. I think that's why I'm excited about the film because there's something for everyone. Uh, you know, it, I mean, the thing about the MMA is that a lot of the champions in mixed martial arts are are, are people of color, are black. Um, but you know, that's you know, you, you really unless you follow MMA, you wouldn't you wouldn't know that. You, you know, you wouldn't know that, but um, I think the fighting would open is, is going to actually open up. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the black demographic to MMA. Um, I think if you're not into uh, crime thrillers, uh, I think we've kind of woven the MMA world into this story enough to where there's enough fighting to keep you intrigued enough, and the story is intriguing enough to. Where you want to wait for the fights. Um, yeah, obviously, if, if you're, um, you know, if you're black, you know, especially if you're black.
1: Okay, if you had to talk, have a conversation with Ty, what would you tell him?
0: Uh, I would have told him definitely not to have left the bar with her with with uh, Victoria Mata. With Victoria Mata, I definitely would have told him to try to restrain himself uh, and go home. Uh. But I also would have told Whitney to uh, you know be a little more supportive in that moment um, and let him have his time um, and and then bring up whatever the other conversation that she had uh, about him getting a real job maybe at a later date um, or maybe later on that night um, because clearly you know this is uh, you know, the guy's excited about what he just did and this is, I mean this is this is his life. You know, he's been a fighter his whole life. Um, he's never had a chance to actually fight for a title. The champion comes in his gym. He beats him. It's on camera. Uh, obviously this is the biggest thing that's ever happened in his career. And now he's kind of rejuvenated and feels like, Hey, you know, it's because his motivation is he wants to change her life. He's saying, Hey, listen, you're not going to be working that job much longer. Things are going to change for us, which means he wants to provide a life for her. So, um, um, I think I think that there could have be a conversation had on both on both ends, uh, when it comes to time Whitney. Um I think there's a lot of conversations that could be had with everybody in this film. Uh on things they could have done to uh kinda avoid avoid the situation.
1: So you think it was Whitney's saying like, you know, she wants him to get a real job that pushed him to to all these events? Uh, I, didn't, I, don't, I don't think it pushed him, but I think that it
0: definitely was a factor in him being vulnerable and open enough for that to happen. Um, because even in the conversation that he has with her at the table, when he goes, uh, you know, my, when he's talking about his girlfriend, and she goes, so you, uh, so you have a girlfriend? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, um, I don't, you don't seem too happy about that. he goes, no, I love her. We're just not on the same, we're just not on good terms. Uh, so you know it, it wasn't that he was denying his girlfriend or his love for her that's why i said you know when you really dig into it and watch it um you know another perspective is him not getting the support that he needed at the time versus him getting the support from someone that he needed at the time um and that's when that goes back to sometimes people's emotions or someone's uh uh feelings aren't taken into consideration um and and it leads to vulnerability, which opens the door for certain you know actions to happen that shouldn't happen. I think all those things need to be explored. I don't think it's as simple as uh, ties a fuckboy or you know. Uh, the my guy, guys, that fuckboy
1: tendencies. No,
0: well, I mean, well, he cheated. He's that—that that is fuckboy tendencies. I mean, he did. Um I'm, I'm I'm not denying that. I'm, what I'm saying is there are other elements involved. So it's not just a tie has fuckboy tendencies. It's sometimes everyone has to be accountable and be responsible for, you know, their role in certain situations. That's why I said, you know, I think a lot of times people's emotions or, you know, people's perspectives aren't necessarily uh, appreciated or taken in consideration. Um, you know, even when he says, Hey, can we not have that conversation right now? Um, you know, she gets upset and he tries to console her. And, uh, you know, and then she goes, Well, you know, uh, I just want to think about our future. He goes, Well, this is our future. And, um, so, you know, the conversation doesn't end well. So they're, you know, they're not on good terms. Um, I think that is, that's a universal concept. I don't think that's just, uh, you know, in this film it it just happened to be a man. But I think that, uh, people in general can relate to that disconnection and then being disconnected, making a bad decision that ultimately has an effect on
1: both people. Sum up this movie in three words. Hmm. Huh. Oh, man. Um, a must see. What? I didn't hear you say that again. A must see. A must see. <laughs> Yeah. okay, cool. well, I appreciate your time. um thank you. It was a very interesting movie, and I am looking forward to what the public feels about it.
0: yeah, that's the whole point. you wanna make something that's gonna have people talking uh if people aren't talking about your film uh, uh you I, don't, I mean me as a filmmaker it matters as a filmmaker. we want to make films that are you know are thought provoking get people talking um get people excited, get people emotional, get people to possibly look at their spouse next to them and either give them a hug, kiss, or either shake their head at them, you know, I mean, that's the whole point, it's, it's uh, you know, anytime you have a chance to touch on uh, topics that are sensitive to people, uh, and you're not preaching, but you're, you're, you're creating an honest perspective about it, um, I think you've done something, in, you know, good in the entertainment space, and if people can remember your film. Um, I think that you know that's the whole point. You know now people are interested in what you're going to do next, and that's I think that's to keep getting to the next one, and the next one, and the next one. So, yeah, I appreciate your uh, you know your time, and I appreciate you watching it. And uh, yeah, it'll be out Friday, so I'm, I'm excited to see what the uh, what the public thinks too. All
1: right, cool. Thank you for your time, and, and enjoy your day.